0: Hey everybody, uh, I am Elvin, I am your host, and then my co-host is right over there. Oh, I'm just co-host, I see how it is. Uh, co-host is the same thing, come on. Hi, I'm uh, your host Alex, this is my guest, Elvin. <laughs> I'm not in his bedroom. He's my <laughs> this special is guest. Bedroom. I'm in my basement. Uh, we got some interesting topics to get into, um, but how was your week? It was good? It
1: was good um,
0: week? Yeah, I went back and, and played some older titles so I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about that cool cool um we played obviously a game over the week uh we'll talk about that uh we'll talk about some interesting news in the gaming world and of course we'll always talk about some of the games that we played in the past that we think are memorable or not so memorable uh yeah so we'll do that right after this so you're listening to agr episode four <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, All right. Well, Podcast number four. Yeah. Number four already. A whole month. We wasted a whole month on this. A whole <laughs> month
0: of people listening to us and we're
1: just starting off. What, what did I say? Most of our listeners come from, I want to say Belgium. Well, hello to
0: people from Belgium. Canada actually plays Belgium in the World Cup soccer next in two weeks. It's the well, first time the two countries will meet It's the first time Canada has made the World Cup in 30 years. Where's the game being held? The game will be held in Qatar World Cup in In the Middle East, right by Saudi Arabia. Qatar. Qatar. Oh, Qatar. I didn't hear the T. I was like, (laughs) where? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be held there, and uh, Canada will play Belgium its first game. The Belgians are obviously heavily favored. They are the top five in the world in rankings. But our boys in red will do their best. If we score a goal, that's an achievement itself. But we it's got so some pretty we, we got some interesting players in our team. We got Alfonso Davies, who's probably one of the best players in the world. Uh Belgium fans will argue because of Kevin de Berna. Kevin de Berna. He's a great player on his own. But um this is not a show for sports. It's a show about gaming.
1: <laughs> well, it's uh, it's still gaming when when you look up like gambling. It's like ah oh, yes, gaming. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so whoever uh, and wherever you are, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Show us some uh... love. Tell tell people about us. Get us big, so we can make tons of money. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, you yeah, know, show us some love. Uh, let spread the word out there. Let us know. Send us um you know messages. Uh, what you think we should do in our YouTube channel. Give us some recommendations, games that you're playing. We would love to check out and see what the world is playing. Uh, it'd be pretty cool to see, you know, different continents, people coming and telling us they're playing this game. There might be some developers from countries that we never heard of that need some love. So we want to give love to all these small independent developers. Th- uh, speaking a... of that, you're going to give it a little shout-out, right?
1: Yeah, well, I guess the pre-shout-out. There was just a gaming convention for developers that just passed in barcelona oh and so there's a lot of devs out there that are just making cool games i emailed a couple of them hopefully i'll hear back soon because they're doing some like crazy stuff are, I'm you, just are you trying to get
0: a trip out to barcelona is that what you're trying to do <sighs> it's for work it's for work right <laughs> huh? okay you don't have to come i understand you're busy <laughs> i don't have to come if i if it don't if i don't show up with you things might not get done I, we've already gone about? this road already once. <laughs> well, well, well for those it. who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to spill the beans. So we went oh to PAX Seattle. Gosh, I worked so hard. We went to PAX Seattle, and the, uh, it was a four-day event, which is, you know, we're, we're from Vancouver, so it's a quick drive down the highway. It's a two-hour drive. We went as our first time to go an event there. And I, myself, Alex, uh, and another member of our team, Justin, uh, the three of us are there to film and, you know, talk to people. It's our first event. We want to develop a relationship and network. So I get there. I have no idea where Alex is. Alex doesn't show up till halfway through the first day. Um, hasn't done anything. No work what do You mean, I haven't
1: done anything. I didn't like did, did it I inter- did,
0: regard- <laughs> before you even got there. I did five interviews. None of them uh, uh, were talked about. He didn't tell me anything. Um <laughs> He didn't even contact me when he got there. Just ignored me for the whole day. I had to contact him. I was working so hard. These guys, uh, if I'm not around, let's put it this way. If I'm not around, these two, Justin and him, are not really doing any work. They're just eating the free food and having the cocktails. I wish. I wish. (laughs) All right. Okay. Who do you want to give a shout out to this week? You always do this segment, so take it away.
1: I love doing it. Um, I know. It's awesome. There's this guy, Bryce Butcher. He has this game called Remember Places. He has a couple other titles, but this one I really like Um, on the site itch.io. There's tons of indie games on there. Most of them free, so you to pay for. But I love this title in particular. Um, it, it, I, I talked about how I like games that are very emotionally engaging for me. Mm-hmm. And this one deals, I guess, a reoccurring theme with games that Shake a quarter thing are games that deal with like identity and solitude. So in this instance, you play you play as someone who goes on their computer and they're in a game, but the game is talking to them, saying, like, hey, don't don't log off, don't leave, but you can you can log off and leave. But then there's like this the separation of like reality and the game start to blur and things that don't happen in the games game, unless you do them in real life, but sometimes they come out into real life. It's a really short game. You can play it in like 10 minutes. I, I think it's really great. Just that, uh the themes and ideas that this game is conveying. I highly recommend it. Remember places. You can get it on itch.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's my cool. cool.
1: It's
0: There's so many amazing individual and small in developers out there that need our love and the show i mean we talk about a AAA titles here we'll talk about all levels of games and investments that companies have made in these games but we'll always talk about the small guy because oh, those guys <laughs> they work hard and they deserve some of these titles are amazing to play just you just got to find them they're like diamonds in the rough right well and, if, if you think about it, like when they made
1: the first doom game they had a bunch of developers on it but a lot of those developers
0: went on to make their own massive companies absolutely like you don't know what impact supporting a small developer could do for all of us right people lo- people look at small developers and think okay they they're just making a game they need money and you know we'll, we'll throw some money at them but Like you just mentioned, you never know what it could propel them to do next or propel people to do next. Let's say this four guys in a room and they make a game and it goes well. And the four of them say, hey, listen, you know, we want to branch off and do our own thing too. We'll come back one day, meet again, put the game together. But those four guys could make four amazing new games that we all love. So you went from supporting one game to all of a sudden getting five games. So that, that's the importance of, you know, sh- showcasing, highlighting smaller developers, so that you know these guys can one day make some amazing big games uh, with the investment that they're given, the money that they make. You know, so a lot of them will reinvest because this is their passion uh, and dedication to this is all they want to do is just make cool games. Oh, and they're inventing new genres
1: or reinventing existing genres so coming Mm -hmm. back to doom and like wolfenstein they invented the first person shooter essentially and there's just dudes hanging out are people they'll take um a game and they'll put a twist on an existing genre it's like oh this is a platformer okay but how can we mess with the narrative so we Mm -hmm. can do something a little different with it things like that
0: yeah first person shooter was nothing in my time Uh, i mean i'm not trying to say i'm old but well tanks yeah, see, uh, I, I have a vague memory of seeing something like that. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about some of the news around the in the gaming world. There is some here. I wanna I wanna talk about the first news here. If I can get this going, okay. So mm-hmm. the first big news is the big A john wick video game could happen lionsgate ceo says okay lionsgate has been milking this ip john wick 4 is slated to come out
1: are they doing a tv show
0: no it's a movie it have you not seen john wick no i thought they're doing a tv show after number four
1: i don't know but you've seen all three right yeah they should have stopped at two Your audio just stopped working straight up. I can't hear you at all.
0: My audio stopped working. Uh, now I can hear you. No, no, no. It didn't it didn't stop working when I moved the mic? It gives like a, a five second buffer. Oh, yeah, because it, as soon as I said they stopped at two, I saw your mouth moving, but nothing was being said. It was my bad. I should I should stop talking when I'm trying. To, I'm trying to move bring the mic closer to me so I can get it. Am I am I sounding? Am I coming out clear? It's perfect. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I think it's a safety mechanism, so you don't short circuit or anything. It just turns off for like a couple seconds, and it'll come back on when you move it. That's weird. So I I realized this after um, a couple of uh, uh, near heart attacks on our other platform, our sister channel, where I thought something went wrong, and it was just fine.
1: Um, so they're saying that they can make a John Wick game. I already have a couple questions. Not just One, A.
0: They want a triple-A game, which means they're going to be jumping a lot of money into this.
1: Yes, but what kind of game would it be? Because we already have the Hitman franchise, which I would expect the John Wick game to be. Sifu came out recently, which is just awesome close-court combat type Yeah, game. it is. So, w- what's left to do? You're just going to put your IP and slap it on in a new code Well, you're going to have guns. Yeah. This- so like I said Hitman is already a franchise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think what they're doing is this is what I'm thinking. I think they want to keep pushing this IP because it's milk is making them there is a cult following for John Wick. And I think what I, would, doing I wouldn't I wouldn't say
1: it was a cult following. I think it's it's extremely mainstream because he's even in Fortnite.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fortnite. I don't care about Fortnite so I don't know. That's why I guess I should should say I don't care about Fortnite. It has a massive impact in the industry, but what I'm saying is I myself do not play Fortnite. Yes, and you know what? It's okay to not play certain games. People people on the internet just start blowing up when you're like, "Oh my god, you don't play Fortnite? What do you? What's wrong with you? You don't play Minecraft?" I'm like, "Okay, it's okay. You do you. I'm gonna do me. Okay, there's plenty of games for me to play. I mean, I've got games here in front of me. They're still sealed from last year. Man, like." Because I don't have the time. I'm playing so many games and games keep coming out. Like, it just doesn't stop. Right? So, yeah, I, I think, going back to this, um, I think what they want to do is they want to continue writing, you know, Keanu's coattails because he's hot right now. Like, he is white hot. And I think what they got, they got a little taste of how popular he is with Cyberpunk. Uh Yeah. I think they're like, oh, okay, he, this is how he looks in the game. People love it. People love you know, Keanu. I think that's, it was a year ago, but I think that might have propelled these guys to start thinking about this. Um, like you said, we've got Hitman. We've got Sifu. What's seafood. left? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, is he going to solve puzzles like Nathan Drake in Uncharted? Like, we mean, already have a John Wick game.
1: It's called John Wick Go, I think. Those Endless Runner ones. Oh, God. I, I think that's the game. Oh, no. There was There's a Hitman like phone tactics game, and I think there's a John I, I, Wick one as well.
0: Phone games, I, I cannot stand phone games for the large part of it. They're so annoying.
1: Yeah, It's getting I used bad. To play it's getting, yeah,
0: I used to play a lot of phone games. Now, there are so many uh, in-game games purchases you gotta make now and it is driving me nuts like I don't have time for this like Candy Crush everybody loved Candy Crush all of a sudden they're like hey you wanna play more well you gotta buy more candy listen if I'm gonna buy more candy it better be the caloric type you know mm-hmm. and sugar related so I, I wanna have that that's my candy I'm not paying 20 bucks to play this imaginary wannabe Tetris game mm-hmm. I mean, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll stay away. When it started, you know, getting expensive, I was like, no, no, that's not for me. Not doing this. Um
1: well so, it, this this is gonna be a movie. I guess normally you would have yeah. So this is gonna be a an a movie adaptation into a game
0: where normally we have video game movies, so this is the other way around. Well, the the in quotes here it says, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, and who it is, it's the actual Lionsgate CEO. Says, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but we believe there is a big triple A game to be made out of John Wick, he said.
1: I I I, I like how I I feel like this interview wasn't even prompted. He just went up to a journalist and started saying, (laughs)
0: like, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think there's gonna be a John Wick. No, but listen to this though, listen to this. We have been fielding proposals. Mm. So the companies are coming to them, and and we certainly are interested in moving that that forward, but I don't want to say anything. More about it at this time. So, no, no, this is not them just shooting in the wind here. There's somebody is out there sniffing around, and they're sniffing on a pile of money here. I wonder who could it be? What company? Um, well, sniffing this around. Okay, so
1: we already have here. I was talking about John Wick Hex. I remember seeing that it's just like a mobile puzzle game. He appears in Payday Two. I didn't know there was a VR game, but. I never followed VR to begin yeah. with. So I, I'm going to guess it's either... It's not EA, because that's not their wheelhouse. No, I think... Ubisoft? That was that would be my second guess, because... But I don't think they want to step
0: away from their Assassin's Creed franchise. But didn't Ubisoft make a game like that? Or what's that one where the guy had a cell phone? Watchdog? Yeah, Watchdogs. That's pretty close to a John Wick type of a game, isn't it? I don't think so. While well, you're in the streets... Yeah, the streets, but you're playing your cell phone. Yeah, he plays with his gun,
1: and his cell phone now. I already played Sleeping Dogs. I don't need a John Wick game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can do karate. You can jump off cars. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what. If the game is very interesting and the graphics are good, I'm a big sucker for shiny things. And if the game is looking good, I'll check it out and I'll yeah, give you my-
1: If the gameplay is fun and the story is interesting.
0: Like, if it's like cyber-esque, cyberpunk-esque, um, Grand Theft Auto-esque in terms of streets and, you know, moving around in places, and getting in cars, shooting people, I'm in. I'll check it out. Why not? I love Keanu Reeves. I love the John Wick story. Are you going to watch number four?
1: Mm, it's not on my urgent to watch list.
0: I'll, I'll check it out. When the time is right, I'll check it out.
1: I don't, I, I, I've know. I been thinking about it. I don't think there's been a movie in a while that I felt like, oh, I need to see this. Black Adam?
0: <laughs> black Panther? Um, I'm running out of uh, movies with the word black in it first. Uh, black Klansman? Yeah, I watched that movie. That was a pretty good movie. I didn't see that either. What? <laughs> That was a good movie. I liked it. Black Christmas. Never watched that.
1: Uh, I saw the original one.
0: But we got a topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. So I'm interested in seeing how this is going to happen. I mean, we're not going to get this game to, what, 2025? Oh, I would think even further.
1: I would say 26, <laughs> 27.
0: Oh my God! That's well, right right now they're just being proposed to. They don't they don't even yeah. have a thing. Well, they. I mean, here's the thing though. If Ubisoft gets it, and this, if they're the ones that are proposing this, oh, that'll be can... out in two years. <laughs> Sorry, it'd be out in two years. Well, it'd be broken as well. <laughs> Why don't but they? But they have all the tools in their in their toolkit to get this game out fast because they have street rendering games already, right?
1: Have yeah, but I like I we talked about this before, like when they launched Assassin's Creed uh Syndicate, the one that takes place in England, apparently that was like broken as hell. Do you think they've learned from their mistake? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> because they keep putting out Assassin's Creed titles.
0: Okay. Well that's I think, it,
1: I, I think like they, they did the right thing. They started doing it a thing where it's like, hey, we're only gonna put one out like every two years instead of every year. It's mm-hmm. like Cool. You should just stop. I'm not saying the games are bad in terms yeah, yeah. of like content, but in terms of just everything else, just cars are a good idea. But fix your car before you drive anywhere. <laughs> put some gas in it. Throw some tires on. I don't know. I think they need to do something new. I think that's fair Creed's enough. Done. Do do one more Assassin's Creed make it like in a far future and that's it.
0: Oh, so like very futuristic
1: on a space station. Oh, on on, on a, on a exoplanet colony.
0: (laughs) Now we're a starship troopers colony. huh? Have you ever seen that movie starship troopers? Yeah, those are cool. (laughs) Well, the first one was, I don't know about the rest.
1: Uh, I don't remember anything that happened, but I liked them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just, it's just a fun time
0: okay well speaking of fun times Nintendo <laughs> switch online subscribers get free Nintendo uh, n64 surprise what did it what do we get so Nintendo switch online subscribers uh, this is brought to you by comic book the other topic the other article of uh, which I mean um, John Wick was brought to you by not brought to you by but we found an article on um, who was it again uh, games game spot uh, this one here says Nintendo Switch Online subscribers uh, to Switch Switch Lite, Switch OLED or more specifically Nintendo Switch Online subscribers with expansion pack just got a free N64 surprise in addition to adding the first two Mario Party games on N64 to the Switch Online expansion pack library Nintendo has dished out a free N64 icons the first of their kind the sorry. icons sorry
1: uh, I'm, I'm just reading oh icons
0: icons come a part of a new promotion where each month Nintendo will add a new n64 icons for switch online for expansion owners to claim for the month, remember they are Super Mario 64 Legend of Zelda uh Majora's Mask is it Marora's Mask Majora Majora okay and Kirby 64 icons in December the there will be icons for F-Zero X, Yoshi Story, The Legend of Zelda, uh Arcana. Or Karina. Uh, or, or, you know, blah, 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 I can't even talk today. Arcarina of Time, the promotion will then finish in January when Mario Kart 64, Paper Mario, and Star Fox 64 will feature.
1: I just care about Mario Kart 64.
0: So what what is this icon? What, what,
1: I, I, what you- I like at first I was thinking like, oh, you just get a little thing. Yeah. No, I think it's like, hey, these are the when you think N sixty four these are the games you think about hmm. these are the iconic games
0: okay that's how they label it okay cool
1: so yeah uh, they are. i
0: mean hey it's free games
1: from what i understand
0: but people yeah can't...
1: my, my Mario Kart is like the one that i would play out of all of them
0: when uh playstation started giving out their playstation plus games of the month sure a lot great. of people were getting angry they're like oh i don't like these games or you know why are they giving us these games you have to understand the games are free. Well if you subscribe, but yeah. Yeah, but when you're subscribing, you're paying for the online majority of the portion of your money goes there,
1: right? Uh well what's PS4 rolled around? Yeah, PS three you didn't have to pay for online at all.
0: Yeah. So it was just like, Hey, do you want two free games a month? Subscribe to this. It was a it's sort of an incentive to pull them to go subscribe. <clears throat> right? Yeah. And I said to the people, like, hey, you're playing online. That in itself is what you're paying for, essentially. These are just throw ins games to give you, you know, sort of make you feel happy that you're paying this much. And you can't complain about the games because they're never going to be top end games. H- having said that, though, they have dropped a couple of nuggets here and there of some games they've given us in the past. Uh, notably, I think it was NBA uh, basketball 2K something. Um, so yeah, so they have once in a while given us some big games, but largely it's been like, you know, mid-level tier games, which is still not bad. And, you know, now they've revamped the whole system, not even more expensive, but now there's an expectation for you to give us the better titles now, right? Mm-hmm. And I think PlayStation 4, I mean, PlayStation is not doing a good job. Uh, I, I logged in and I was just like, this is what I'm getting for the top tier Uh, subscription
1: but doesn't it come with like an access to their like a whole catalog
0: yeah but the catalog's not that interesting
1: okay but you get the catalog from ps1 to like ps4 select
0: titles though not all but it looks like a lot yeah i haven't really gone through every single game but i when i went through it i'm like this is not impressive and I, this, this is just me, though. There might be people where they've checked off a lot of their boxes of games that they love, right? And they're going to be different in, in terms of their opinion than I am. Because I went through about, I'd say about 100 or so games, maybe 200 games. Um, and I was like, yeah, some of them are good. Some of them are good. But large majority of these games, I have no desire to play them uh, or I finish them and I don't care about them anymore. It was just like lackluster to me. I thought it was like a six out of ten in terms of their, their what they're giving us. Uh, we'll see. You know, it takes time to develop these things and get better at it. So th- this is why you're very vocal about Game Pass. Yeah, because I think there's nothing even close to Game Pass right now,
1: where they have a much larger catalog.
0: Not only that is they will give their day one launch games as well for you to play. Mm. So far, like I'll get into what. You know, the, I think Sony could have done to really boost their sales, and they didn't do it, they totally missed the ball on this. But we'll talk about it in a bit. Uh, to finish up this, so I, th- I think this is cool. Anytime a company gives you free games, you just take it and you're like, you know, hey, you're already paying for the subscription, so the fact that they're giving some of these games, and there's some of these are big titles too, right? Yeah, you know, some of them are the, the Zelda games are big titles, Mario Kart 64 is big. Yeah. So for the Zelda fans out there, this is definitely for
1: them because people just want to shut the
0: hell up about Zelda. Yeah. So I think this is pretty cool. I think Nintendo, good on them for doing this. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, the rewards here, expansion packs, little knickknacks here and there, why not? Icons. They're like Wait, NFTs. Is it...
1: Wait, is it for the game or is it just an icon for your
0: thing? I think they give you one free. So the title does say here: get free N sixty four surprise. Sorry, not games. So wait, let me read that last paragraph down there. As note down more. I noticed the icons are locked behind the expansion pack tier of the subscription service, which has been case for all of the free icons. So they're just icons. They're not even games. We are totally wrong. <laughs> so ignore <laughs> so, what we just said.
1: Well, hang on, <laughs> it's it's icons.
0: You get the you get the little like hey, here's my. They're like
1: NFTs. Well that's your profile picture.
0: Yeah.
1: You Yeah, free profile picture, but it also gives you access to other game titles from like SNES and NES era and some N64 stuff. In that last sentence there. hmm So Nintendo we praised you for nothing. <laughs> we are sorry. sorry. We so so now you now, now now you owe us some games. <laughs>
0: I think they do give you games. I just think that they're trying to say, hey, listen, we're throwing this goodies in there as well. There are people that do collect this stuff, right? They, they do- love collecting these icons. Like, people love collecting Pokemons. people love collecting pins.
1: Uh, amiibos.
0: So, amiibo, there you go, right? So, this is probably a digital Amiibo right there.
1: I don't think it really does anything. Speak of yeah.
0: Amiibos, I don't even know why I bought them from GameStop. I no don't know.
1: You can use them on your games. They give you stuff. Like, if you're playing, I don't remember which. What was it? If like I think it was like Bayonetta two or something. If you play that on like the Switch, and you have like your Bowser amiibo nearby, all enemies in that game are twice as difficult now. Oh, great! Yeah, I want to play that one. But well, it's an example. <laughs> but different amiibos do different things for different games. Fair enough. Which is really cool.
0: Um, was there any topic that you wanted to talk about? Um, well, it's actually gonna be an offshoot of
1: um the game that you you are playing this week. It's gonna be an extension of it.
0: Okay. So let's get into what you played. So every week we play a big game, right? Last week we played I played um um no, I can't remember. Great. I might <laughs> run playing. That's fantastic. That's fa- well the week before that we have, I played PGA. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I cannot remember what I played last week. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah, last week was a blur. What did I even do? <laughs> Anyways, whatever it was last week, I'll get, I'll remember it. But this week, Modern Warfare. I played that, and the new Modern Warfare game. I got to say, I played the campaign for about four hours, hours, five yeah. hours. Put some time into that. And today, I finally got a chance to play some the uh, online multiplayer. Uh, we'll talk about your experiences you actually over here before well Um, let's talk about the single player how did you feel about the story ah it's boring
1: is it why i don't know you don't don't like conflict in the middle east like it's
0: been going (laughs) on for like 40 years i know so is the story it doesn't end like it's always hassan or somebody else from here and there it's like really guys like i get it they have to make a compelling story and a terrace is like one of the greatest stories you could ever tell over and over again, right? Um, there are some cool stuff like you get to actually swim in a marina and you know basically you sneak up on people in the docks, so I thought thought that's pretty cool overall. Like it wasn't that so, none of this, none of the campaign really sets you up or helps you to become a better, you know, Call of Duty person online. Online, it's just it's, it's a whole a different, different beast yeah exactly so what is the point of it like how many people are not even bother playing the online i mean the gaming aspect
1: probably probably most people love the multiplayer
0: um but i know I, I know, think I know for a fact people can be fun i know for a fact a lot of people just plug put the game in and right away into multiplayer did not even care about the campaign and I think Call of Duty is missing the boat on this. I think they should definitely entice people to play the campaign, because if you're putting money and time into the campaign, then to make but it isn't that what
1: they did with Warzone? There wasn't even a campaign. There wasn't. Yeah. So, but that right there. But so, coming to the topic I want to talk about, this is a remake of like a 2010, yeah. 2009 game or something. Yeah. I don't know, like, okay, I I like what they're doing with, like, the Resident Evil remake and the Silent Hill remake because those titles are, like, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Gameplay has changed drastically since then. We're no longer those locked camera angles. You can actually walk and shoot. But Call of Duty is still the same game as it was 10 years ago. Why are you remaking the same
0: game 10 years ago? I think because the technology's gone so high. uh, I'm sorry, better. They want to bring in. They probably had some things they wanted to do, and because of the technology back then, it limited them from doing it. So now they're like, "Hey, listen, you know we we've got so many years of experience. We've got technology that has had leaps and bounds, processing power, all that stuff. We want to go back and make a game that we truly love because no matter what, all the games that they made back in time in World War, uh, the yeah. futuristic ones, this one." Modern Warfare is their flagship game. Yeah, people love that one. It, that one, that game... one, in Black Ops. They love the multiplayer. Yeah, that. Black Ops is second, but this is their bread and butter. This is their pride and joy. This is what put them on the map, right? And so I think they're never going to get rid of Modern Warfare uh, in terms of you know not making any more. I mean, ten years from now they'll make another version of it as technology improves. Modern Warfare Five. It just continues and continues, right? So, yeah, I mean, the campaign was all right. Like, like I said, it wasn't. I think what they need to do is they need to give you incentives for the campaign. I think they should give you like exclusive perks or weapon um, skins, or even like, hey, listen, if you finish the campaign, we'll bump you up five spots right off the bat into multiplayer, right? Something like that entice people to go play the game. Because it, it is beautiful. They did do a good job of you know trying to make unique challenges and and objectives for you to do. Mm-hmm. But if a lot of people aren't playing it, then did you just not waste a whole bunch of time making this? Right? Because a lot of money was put into it. So I mean they probably have some sort of I don't I wonder if they can collect that data of how many people finished a campaign. I wonder how even. I guess you could look at, um, like,
1: achievement boards. Maybe, but if, really they, if there really is really a way to collect data, it, yeah.
0: If there is a way to collect data, I wonder. They're probably going. Ah, yeah, we should have made this. You know, gameplay. How many people are going to be upset if they don't make a gameplay?
1: I know a, a lot of people love
0: it because there is people that love it because they have certain characters that they love to see over and over again, show yeah. up. But I wonder how many people are like, oh, I can't believe they didn't make it, you know. Um, and you're always going to have that. When you take something out, people will complain. When you put it in there, people are like, oh, I don't care about it. It's always well, I, like that. That's not a surprise when they do that for
1: Warzone. But at the same time, I'm like, well, this makes perfect sense. But wasn't Warzone priced
0: cheaper? I, Isn't it free? I thought you had to buy the disc for some, some consoles, but then it was free for others. Uh, I don't know. I never
1: touched it. Because, like, so, I don't know. I, I feel like the more modern type of shooters I'm not really into. Maybe it's in terms of, like, Call of Duty gameplay, I guess. Well, what's the game again that you play right now? Hunt Showdown, but that's, like, the Wild West. That being yeah. said, I I played a lot of um. Is there insurgency and Insurgency 2. And that's modern-day everything. Yeah. Modern-day guns and things like that. But that game has a different feel to it than... How Call of Duty plays. Uh, Call of Duty feels extremely arcadey for some reason.
0: Maybe just very- like
1: how how like I don't know. It's like how you move and how the bullets it's like Counter-Strike. shoot. Counter Strike is less arcadey though. I feel.
0: Is it? Well, I don't. I, I never played CS:GO, so I, maybe I shouldn't say that. I didn't play that much Counter Strike. I played a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, this is basically yeah. You're right. It is very arcadey. And one of the things that sucks about this game uh, online is if you don't perk, get your perks, you unlock better, you know, yeah. equipment for your gun. You're gonna get just obliterated. From, you got no it?
1: chance. Well, uh, after I left your place, I told show, it's like it's super unfair to Elvin because he can't play against people at his skill level.
0: I don't. As, and we were talking about is. that. We touched on that, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was like, where's the setting to skill based matchmaking? Like I'm number two, I'm two level two
0: and there's guys at fifty, and it's like don't even play. They're with gonna them. destroy me. <laughs> they have like UAVs and nuclear bombs that they can set on me. And, and what you're do just got. like, so I how got do knife. you put I a knife I can throw at them? <laughs> yeah, Air. here's a butter knife that i gonna throw at you. It's just, yeah, I think they have to fix that. Uh, maybe they will in Warzone because Warzone starts next week, I believe. Um, that's free to play for people across all consoles. It, they're going to have a chance it, it, for everybody to play
1: because my call of duty background is predominantly world at war yeah and
0: did they have that balancing
1: i don't remember because when i was playing it i was at my cousin's house and he would say we have to play on the hardcore difficulty where you get like you can get shot twice and then you're out there's no menu on your screen it's just
0: you and the gun that's straight hardcore.
1: That's straight hardcore. You don't and, know how many uh, how many bullets you have. You don't know anything. And that's, that, what's that's the fun of playing that game then? The reason I guess two reasons. One is it's more immersive because you don't have a bunch of shit on your screen, and also you have to get good really fast. Because what we were playing, you could take a couple hits and not die. Like I pumped a guy full of lead on that one rooftop when we were <laughs> playing, and he didn't die. No. If I was playing in hardcore, he would have been dead if I just fucking sneezed at him. <laughs> so uh, th- it was frustrating to me that there was that you can't pick your matchmaking for skill based.
0: You can't go hardcore. There was like two game modes. I wonder I haven't played enough of it to tell you but when you left, I was playing and I was killing people because I started uh, getting my perks and I started I got the scope I got that, and it got way better for me because I can pick off guys from, like, in the rooftops. Like, I was basically in the shadows, and I just put my gun up, and I poop, 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 a couple of shots, and guys from the rooftop fell, right? They're like, where the hell is this guy? Because even if they look down where I am, well, I'm in have the, the shadows.
1: They have that kill cam, though. Sorry? Because when you die, you're to see that person that killed you and where they were from.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so hardcore, I... you don't have that. It's like, I don't yeah. know who killed me, who, what, when, where, how. Which is, maybe it's going to be unlockable. Maybe I have to play more. You, or you maybe they slowly rolling them out. What's that? Yeah. I don't think you,
1: I don't know. That's it's just really punishing. It's like, oh, you want to make it easier
0: on yourself? Got to unlock it. Play against all the pros first. What I mean, unlocking, I meant like them. Oh, they might just purposely have slowly rolled out these things at a time because they don't want to, you know, crash their servers. So the, they're probably they crash their ro-
1: servers by selling the game. Yeah. <laughs> because if you like all their other titles, all this stuff came with the game. You didn't have to unlock all these different mm. modes or anything. You just, here it is. Here's all but the game I, types. But I remember
0: one thing, though, I just started playing multiplayer today. But even then, I looked at the menus and I didn't see any options. You were only on it for like ten minutes. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll play more of it. Obviously, I'm going to play more of it. But before I forget, uh, the game that I played last week was Gotham Knights. That was it. A... Yeah, that was a clearly good it was unmemorable. <laughs> no, it's a good game. I. It's not a great game, but it's a good game. I do recommend people buying it if you can get it at a discount. Uh, just wait till Black Friday in a couple of weeks. If you get twenty bucks off it, then go snatch that game. I think it's worth it at a discount. Um, yeah, I we I already talked about it. You can go check that episode out. I, I talked about the game, but yeah, early on, Modern Warfare, I I'm taking it though. I I'm I I don't mind the grind of getting through the levels because it's so rewarding when I did get that. I'm like, oh my god, thank you! Like, oh, now I can actually kill somebody properly from far away. I don't have to like pretend I'm gonna hit them or guess where the shot's gonna go next because. The recoil is just ridiculous too. Right? A lot of these
1: games, it's always it's always America versus Russia or their insurgents that they put in, or some sort of proxy war in the Middle East as a result. I want to see a call of duty. It's like, hey, you play as a guy from like Paraguay and
0: you're starting beef with a dude in Taiwan. Let's go. It's, probably it's like not two countries sell you'll well, never get. <laughs> it's probably not going to sell well because the largest audience of purchases are from the U S and the UK and Canada.
1: That's true. But as we said before, no one's playing the campaign. The only want the multi. So it doesn't matter where the campaign takes place. They even yeah. sold a game without the campaign. So might as well just go bonkers with it.
0: I still don't think they, people care.
1: We need like, People in Antarctica... The whole game takes place in Antarctica. That's the game. <laughs> and Can it's not pro- even... It's not even Massive Warfare. It's just, like... So are they, building,
0: are they building multi-tier igloos to uh, campaign in?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm making the coolest game right now. <laughs> because normally, like... What was it? Battlefield. Like, Russia invaded America. Okay. They their vehicles uh, in, right? Speaking of
0: that, shout-out to Justin for wasting $80 of my money. Why? J- Justin and me, um, you could probably find... No, you can't find it. I think, I think we didn't upload the video or there's something. But So, Justin, when Battlefield was announced two years ago, I think it was, okay. um, Justin's like, hey, get this game. I'm going to get this game. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I played the beta. I'm like, okay. So, I bought it for full price. $89 plus taxes Canadian. Took me to like $97. Bucks, almost $100 Canadian. And I played that game maybe a whole of five hours. And I'm like, this game is garbage. Man. I could not kill people. There's so many bugs. People were disappearing. People were freezing in the middle of the air. <laughs> I will climb a ladder and all of a sudden I'm at the top and I'm like, what the hell? And I get shot because you're like you're not even prep. You're like, you just basically space timed and jumped. That's and you're awesome. like I'm like, this is great if I want to get to that guy, but if I don't know where I'm in, in two seconds, I'm going to just get a shot. Like You just turn around like, where the hell am I? So you're a Nightcrawler, um, but you don't know it yet. And people were floating away. <laughs> you see people just floating by you. It was so bad. And they tried patching it up. They tried patching it up. By the time they got to the point where it was playable, I just said, forget it. I don't have time. If I'm buying this game and you're making me wait like weeks and weeks and weeks to play it, to make it playable, forget it. I don't have time for this shit
1: there's a video making fun of that where normally like you expect when you get the game, you can play it. No problem. Like going back to N64, those games, there was no way to patch them. So they had to get it right the first time. But the video they're talking about, like instead of the day one date, they call it the play date. It's like, yeah, you can buy the game, but now the play date is the date when we have all the patches rolled out. (laughs) So in three months you can actually play the game. (laughs) you mean cyberpunk <laughs> uh, on console i like i got it right away for pc
0: mm-hmm.
1: i only had two bugs and they were they weren't game breaking one yeah, was like yeah so yeah and one was like why is this lady glitched in the ground and that was it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so i don't i don't understand a lot of people like a lot of people saying like ah oh, cyberpunk was garbage and it's like well yeah you bought on console you idiot
0: this is okay, your fault. But here's the thing, though. When, when, when is it punishable or punishing to buy a game on a console? Because I remember the if people you bought not a, to buy it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I remember a time where if you bought a game on a console, you were guaranteed to have a good experience. Yes. What happened to this? I thought it, technology is supposed to make it better.
1: <laughs> people, because they know that they can update it later. And in the case of Cyberpunk, it wasn't the developer's fault. It was the, um, it was, like, management. Because the developers are like, hey, this game's not going to be ready for, like, six months or something like that. And they're like, no, you have to put it out tomorrow. And it's like, well, it's, it's not ready. Okay. And they put it out. And people knew that it wasn't working on console.
0: But people kept buying it anyways. Okay, here's the other thing, then. Why are retailers supporting it, then? 'Cause retailers will make their money at the end of the day anyways. Yeah, but the, if the game is broken, you can go back to them and complain. I don't think they give a shit. They're just the metal man. Probably. Probably don't give a shit. And sometimes they're like, hey, if you open the game, you can't return it. Sorry. They have that re- no return policy, right? But uh, people are probably I'm... going, Hey, I opened the game, I get it. But I can't even play the goddamn game. What am I supposed to do now? Right? I don't know. I think well, I hope the industry has learned or is learning from these disasters because you don't want to piss off people and then say, hey, we did an update. You want to play it again? Once the game is like out of their mind, they're not coming back to it.
1: Yeah. Like For
0: example, Battlefield. I took a loss. I'm like, it's a 95 or $97 loss. I'm done with it. I am never going back to that game. But with the amount of games coming out every year, I don't even have time to go back to that game. The worst part is when they stop
1: supporting titles on specific systems. So like they put out like what? the Their 20th edition of Skyrim at this point. Cool. I'm still playing on 360. Can you patch that yet? <laughs> or I was well, playing uh, the like, money anymore, right? So they're not going to they don't care anymore. Please care. <laughs> I spent the money. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you, man. I was playing um, The Wolf Among Us on on 360, and everything's fine. Everything's in English, my options and stuff. I'm at the climax of the story. And for some reason, my menus are all in Spanish. But I'm hmm. on a timer and I have to make a decision. I'm like, I can't read Spanish. What What's going to happen if I press this button? I just well, had to go you with you my have to get button.
0: Google Translate out on your phone.
1: I have a timer. I don't have time. But if I get the phone out, it's over.
0: <laughs> oh, that sucks. Did you pass so, the game?
1: Yeah, I beat it, and then I messaged them on Facebook. I'm like, hey, you have a bug, and they ignored me.
0: Of course I did. And that company also went bankrupt. Oh, almost. There you go. That's why they ignored you. They were already done. <laughs> they were done for. <laughs> the office was already shut down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Twitter handle was already compromised. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what would I give this game out of 10? It's early on right now. I don't think I can... Really give it a definitive score. I want to play it more. I'll maybe talk about it next week. I'll put in another 20 hours into it, 30 hours into it. We'll see next week. Um, I think right now, early on, it's not bad. It's it's fun. I think it's good. I would give this game right now an 8 out of 10. Really? i give it an 8 out of 10 right now. Because you were struggling with the multi. But remember... After you left, I wasn't struggling. And you said the campaign was boring. Campaign was yeah, it was boring. It wasn't that great. But I knew going into this experience, this game, I don't even I didn't even want to play the campaign. I'm going right into multiplayer. So the fact that the campaign wasn't that great, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I was expecting this. They're not gonna the campaign isn't what I'm here for. It's like when you go to a restaurant, you're like a, a, a steakhouse. You don't go there to see what kind of salad they're going to be throwing at you. You're like, "Hey, I'm here for the meat and potatoes. Move that out of the way, give me the meat and potatoes." So that's exactly what I was doing. I do not care about the campaign. I'll play it because, you know, I want to talk about it and give my opinion on it, but I'm here for the meat and potatoes, which is the multiplayer. And so far, early on, I wasn't enjoying it, but now that I've got a couple of unlocks here and there is becoming more fun. And I can't wait for Warzone. I think it'll be fun. Uh, Justin's going to play it with me too. So I give it an 8 out of 10 right now because of the multiplayer. It's getting better and you really are satisfied when you unlock things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's not too many complicated things either. Like I remember when I was playing, I think it was Black Ops, I think there were so many things going on at once. You know, like, there's a helicopter here. There's a tank here. There's a turret here. And 10 people are activating this at once. And I was just like, this is so overwhelming. You can't even step out of a building. You're dead. Well, that's how I felt about this game is there
1: was, like, two UAVs. There's a helicopter that can somehow dodge my rockets. I don't know what that was about.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny you say that because um, before I logged off, I got into a smaller helicopter. And its only purpose was to avert rocket launch from the ground. It shoots out these um, uh, anti-torpedo, I forgot the term for it. but Flares? Flares. It just basically uh, negates anything coming at it. And that's all its whole job was to do. And then somebody got into a larger helicopter and was trying to use their blade to cut me in the air i'm sure it's a glitch but they're trying to they're basically they're like hey we're a bigger helicopter you're a smaller one we're gonna ram into you and basically take you out so what i did was i let it come to me i just got up a little bit higher than them and then i just let the flares come out (laughs) and i blew them up (laughs) but but in doing so i also caught myself on fire in the helicopter (laughs) but i was able to jump out and use my parachute to glide back by the way you know the tall buildings that you climb up? You can actually jump off them and use the parachute to land on the ground. That explains why I saw a guy jump off a building. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm done with it's this." It was like, Bummer. I thought he would just want to play anymore. No, no, he, you can actually just jump off and press X, and then you'll glide right to the ground. Oh, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I realized that by accident because uh, I jumped off because I was chasing somebody, and then I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then I said, "Press X for parachute." I'm like, "Oh, sweet, click." And then I, I landed on the, the ground, and then I got immediately killed. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, that was fun. I think if, uh,
1: if I do get it, I only want to do, like, private lobbies.
0: No! Because these guys are no, so no. good. Justin is going to teach us. Justin, by the way, is an ace. This guy knows how to play. I watched him play. By the way, you guys can... Anybody I watched watching... him
1: play. I hate his game style for two reasons. Oh, hey, One, he's, he slides everywhere like everyone else does in this game. That's okay. And he won't stop using the grenade launcher. Use a different gun.
0: It's okay. That's he's mastered his techniques. Oh Everybody God. has their own loadouts, right? I'm gonna put. And if to you master this, one, like, I'm eye. I'm like that too. I'm a creature of habit too. Like if I continue playing one out and it's getting better and better for me, I'm really understanding the recoil and everything. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm not I, moving to anything else. I don't I, even care if it's a better gun out there. I'm like, no, I'm sticking with this.
1: One. I, I I shouldn't say. It that then because like yeah in in my game i'm always using the same gun <laughs> see <laughs> all that. but the thing is mine's a bullet i'm not throwing grenades non-stop at people throwing grenades is just a it's a, it's another bullet that's all it is it's just another bullet it's a bigger bullet <laughs> there you go it's a bullet always gonna be a bigger the, bullet my friend <laughs> they can kill everyone in the room with one shot <laughs>
0: hey if it kills everybody in the room with one shot, then he's doing it right. Then we're doing it wrong. Hey, he, uh, uh,
1: yeah, okay. I won't argue that he's not getting the numbers, <laughs> but I'm not impressed by the lack of actually aiming.
0: I I don't know what to tell you. Like, I might even do that too now that <laughs> hearing all this. I'm like, hey, give me the rocket too. Let me get out of this. Well, I tried to uh, do it to that one guy earlier that shot me. I'm like, I'm just shooting with this bazooka because <laughs> I hate him now. <laughs> I remember it wasn't it, I think it was the first Modern Warfare. I loved you know how the gun has an attachment and you can shoot out those uh grenade um, those... Oh, um
1: I, I don't know I think I remember that in Modern Warfare. I know you sorry, can sorry rocket that...
0: mini rockets, right? On the, on the attachment.
1: I know you can do that on World at War with your rifle. You can just attach like a grenade to
0: it and fire it. I love that. I absolutely destroyed so many people doing that because before spawning was a issue, everybody, there was no fix for it. So, you knew where Team A was always going to spawn from at the beginning of the game. So, every time you start a new game, you know where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So, all I did was I got to an opening where I can get my launcher on there, because they're all going to be in a huddle coming out, and sure enough, one kill, two kill, three kill, boom, 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 boom. like that, right? Yeah. And then it just yeah, that kicks you off and you get a good start. So, if you have a team that knows that, and the four or five of you that come on and you all do the same thing, all of a sudden you got like five kills to start off the game in the first 10 seconds. And from there on, if you're smart, you know, you play well, you've got your little cushion to always be ahead of the other team, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I used to love doing that. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get some attachments going on this one and do some of that running around and thum, thum, thum. Just shoot out like that. It's a good sound. <laughs> yeah, it is. I practice it every morning in the washroom. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Oh, I did, before I forget, I, I did get a brand new console in the mail. Oh, you got that thing. That thing. I got that thing. Hold on one second.
1: uh, For all our audio listeners, he's reaching over for a box. He now has the box.
0: So I got this.
1: Aya Neo Air.
0: Yes. Pro. It's the Polar Black Edition the back here. How much space does it hold? Um, It is a top of the line one, so it has 16 gigs of RAM with 512 gigabytes and Windows 11 Home. So...
1: It's running Windows. It's like yeah. I was going to ask, like, where's your store launcher going to be coming from?
0: So, I think you can download Steam on Windows Windows mm-hmm. 11, and use the app there. And you can also download uh, Microsoft's Game Pass. On and you can probably do the PS now as well. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. The only downside about this is mm-hmm. the battery lasts only for three hours. Uh well, I guess that's fine.
1: Like, how often are you playing portable for? Long well, if I'm on the tr-
0: if I'm traveling, that's gonna yeah, that's true. You gotta get but, a power bank,
1: or most planes have like the um USB plugs in your seat, anyways.
0: Yeah, no, no I'm see- not. I'm talking about like <clears throat> yeah, planes would be good. You just have to attach the USB type C and charge it. But if you're on the road, I mean, if you're not driving, obviously, you should be driving and playing games. You're probably not gonna make it far. Um. <laughs> But if you're on the road and you're in the car, some cars now now most new cars have Type C, uh, USB charging. I know both of my cars have it. Um, yeah, so I really don't see an issue of power now. So three hours is plenty enough because if you're really traveling, I, I, I I've been on a plane many times where it's like a ten hour flight, and I can't sit there and play a video game for three hours plus. I got to take a break. My eyes just get so tired after like an hour or two. You're like, all right, okay, I need to put a pause on this and do something else and then come back to this later, right? So, yeah, I think three hours, people make it a big deal. I thought it was a big deal, but now I realize I'm like, it really isn't because if you're traveling, you're going to always have a type C around probably that you could charge, Yeah. The only downside is if you're at home and you're comfortable and you're sitting on your couch, like with the Steam Deck, I enjoy playing the the games at nighttime because I'm sitting in my couch upstairs. I'm comfortable. My dog's with me hanging out and um, I'm playing. And then all of a sudden it's like battery low, battery low. I'm like, Oh man, I just sat down an hour ago. Like, can I get another hour out of this? And another thing is like, I was downloading God of war. The first one uh, for the PS4, not the first, but the first one from this trilogy. And just itself downloading took an hour. Mm-hmm. And by the time it was done, I already lost 25% of my battery life. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I haven't even played the game yet. I already lost 25% of my battery. Then I started playing the game. and it's like, you're already at like 40%. By the time the game's like, you're getting, getting, getting good in the game. You're getting invested in the game. You're like, ah, crap. Uh, the battery does drain on the Steam Deck fast. Mm-hmm because I did crank it all the way up in terms of all of its performance ways because what is the point of playing the game on a low performance why did I buy this thing then at that point just play mobile exactly, exactly right like just go play some real board games instead <laughs> like <laughs> there's your endless power um so I'll, yeah I'll definitely open this guy up and play around with them uh, and compare it to the steam deck I'll even play similar games because I could just download the steam and log in right yeah gotham on the steam deck did give me some issues at times so i'm wondering if this is gonna run smoothly or not so we'll see um what else was there anything else that we want to talk about was there any any games that you want to talk about what you played you didn't even talk about what you played uh i've been
1: i bought this game a long time ago i'm still playing outlast 2
0: outlast
1: what's it about Um, Tell the audience. So, quick recap. The first game, you're a journalist. You get a message saying, like, hey, there's this, like, asylum. There's some weird stuff going on. You should go check it out. And you go check it out, and the patients are loose. They're trying to kill you. Um, then you find out there's, like, some super science happening in the basement with ghosts. I, I'm a, it was a weird ending. Um, this one is on the other side of the country, unrelated to what's happening in the first game. You're a journalist yet again. And they're like, hey, there's this area in the mountains where like some weird like cult things happening. Let's Is do that a-, a
0: shower of blood. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. You, you <laughs> and play it's, the uh, weirdest and creepiest games on so
1: Earth. they go and investigate what happened to
0: you as a kid. Tell me, talk to me.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch horror as a kid.
0: Oh, that's why. Um I was allowed to, and that's why I don't play it anymore.
1: So in this one, your helicopter crashes and the whole cult community is after you. So you're trying to get out. And that's the game. You just try to get away. You have your flashlight. Or you have your camera, I mean, as as a flashlight. You can't fight back. You just have to run and hide. I I used to be scared of this game like when I was playing the first one. But I found, like, oh, if you want to stop being scared, don't constantly hide. Just keep running and don't stop. Oh, there's a bad guy? That's fine. Run past him. It's not scary anymore
0: because he's gone. So what is the point of this game then?
1: Um, it's it's all just of I guess what I'm getting out of it is the story. There's a lot of things you can find where like, hey, here's like a journal entry of someone who's not psychotic that's trapped in this village, or um, since you have a camcorder, like you'll see like a point of interest, like oh, this is kind of like a weird building. I'm gonna film it and document it. And then you can go back and watch the recording and you can hear what the protagonist's thoughts on that situation. Like, oh man, this is weird because of this, this, and this. I don't know It's an interesting story, but the whole point of the game is just to scare you.
0: How come you got a cool trailer and I didn't get one for my game? Because you didn't pull one up. I prepared. Oh, I have to do all that. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, next week, folks, join me only. On- <laughs> <laughs> Where we have lost our friend Alex in one of these (laughs) gaming worlds. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about our um, games that we love playing or Mm -hmm. games we don't love playing. Past games. Well, actually, uh,
1: that's a good point. I'm going to talk about games that I didn't like. Yeah, talk about games you were not happy with. There's two of them. Coming back to um, the John Wick game that may or may not happen. I remember getting uh the born identity video game thinking like oh "Oh, this is gonna be cool it's gonna be like spy craft and stuff (laughs) but i couldn't get past that first level because it's like you have to run run from like one end to the other end of a pier yeah yeah but there's a dude on a boat with a machine gun and i couldn't get past the machine gun (laughs) and i just abandoned the whole game i I sold it i was done with it oh that sucks um that was my experience there's another game i played called Legendary. And um, I think you play as like a thief or something, and in a museum, they're like, Hey, we have Pandora's box from Legend, and they open it up. And now that you open it up, all these mythical creatures come out and they're rampaging throughout the city, so you gotta stop it. Mm -hmm. And I thought the gameplay was really fun, I thought everything was interesting, but the story and writing was really lacking. Um, but I thought like, hey, this is a cool idea. Too bad they didn't give this another go. So I wouldn't say I hated it, but it's like, man, they had some really cool ideas here. Um, but a game I I, I really do like is I already talked about Odst. I uh, coming back to <laughs> to horror games. <laughs> I like the Evil Within games one and two. Because they are, yeah, cool. You have like another asylum. They're on the loose. But it's not just that. It has like this weird super science to it. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to go inside the dream, the machine. Where I can enter my daughter's dream world. And then I have to rescue her from within that. But there's also serial killers in her dream. And it's like, <laughs> I got to stop them. It's like, what, what is this happening? I like those games though. Because I just, I was really bummed out. They didn't make a third one. They made a new game called Ghostwire Tokyo, where you just have to <clears throat> fight different folklore ghosts in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, we have it, but I haven't touched it yet. But I just wish they made another Evil Within game, because I thought those were really fun. It's by the guy, uh, Shinji Mikami. He's known, his big claim to fame was Resident Evil 4, which everyone loves. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in this, in these his games. Because I'm like, hey, that like family crest looks very familiar. (laughs) And I I don't know. It's just really cool. There's a lot of moments that are straight out of Resident Evil. Mm.
0: Because it
1: even though it's made by a different company, because he has a new company called. Was it Tingo? Tenga? This uh, Bethesda published this title. People who did Skyrim, the new Doom. Right. Did they do? Yeah. Um, The Fallout games. So it's not uh, Capcom anymore. But I I really like those games. I like the super science mixed with gunplay and and monsters. I think those are a lot of fun.
0: Okay, my games that I did not like playing or were were not really happy with, um, I got two from the same company. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. The first one, yeah, and then Tom Clancy's The Division. The first one, okay. Tell me about Rainbow Six why you didn't like it. Okay, so oh, wait, Ra-
1: Rainbow Six, not, sorry, I was thinking Rainbow Six Vegas, and I was like, about to fight you on that. <laughs> I, it is Vegas,
0: Vegas One, yeah. I hate that game. That game is fun. I hate the fact that you can shoot through walls and hit everybody. It's great, no, it's not great because. You just stand there and you're somebody just shoots you. You're like, what the hell, man? How is that possible every time that you shoot you can kill somebody? In real life, if you shot through a wall, there are things in between the walls that could ricochet the bullets. You're not yeah. gonna get hundred percent accuracy. I think that might have been too much to code for them to have that kind of if, why even put it in the first place. This is cool.
1: Well, cause it, it was part of it, it worked part of the um, campaign mechanic, right? And you are trying thing to is, take out the terrorists.
0: The other thing is, well, if you're playing co- uh, multiplayer, you're not taking out the terrorists. No, but it's so cool. The other thing is, getting your team to work together is nightmare. another challenge in itself because there's so many idiots online sometimes. They're like, hey, listen, cover me. You know, I'm going this way. And they just go off, they don't care. What I
1: loved about, I think Rainbow Six Vegas one, they have the terrorist hunt mode where you just fight against bots and certain maps. I thought number like the first one was really difficult. It was very I, difficult. It's very difficult, but I eventually mastered it after just throwing myself at that game. Vegas two is where I have my fondest memories because I played with my cousin a lot and we'd always play terrorist hunt. See, I dropped off after Vegas
0: when I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Oh, I
1: went straight to two because I went to his house and he's like, check out this game. All right.
0: Sweet. Yeah, Um, I know. For me, I was like, I'm not wasting my money on this because I used to back in the day buy all the A-list games. I buy like seven or eight games, all of them at once if I have to. Like, there was not a single game that was an A-list game that I did not buy back in the day. And then after a while, I, I realized, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, some of these games suck. You know, it's funny. One of those games that I sold, I actually, that's how I met Michael. Oh, yeah, you're telling me. I sold Call of Duty, I believe it is, because I played it like three times. And I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Black Ops 2 or something like that. And I was like, no, I'm not playing this game. I that, was like a, it.
1: that was a bad campaign. Yeah,
0: I'm like, no, 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 I'm not playing this. I'm, I like my Modern Warfare. I'm going back to that. So I sold it. And Michael, was I guess he wanted to buy that one. I think that was the game. I can't remember. But uh, that's how I met Michael. And then uh, I've him the game, whatever. And then a couple of years later, we were at, end up working at the same place at the airport. And and he messages me. And my message that I talked to him two years ago was still saved between the two <laughs> of us. <laughs> and then he sees it. He's like, hey, we talked to each other two years ago. That's funny. Yeah, we like, oh, shit. So, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty cool. But, yeah, Rainbow Six was one of them. And then the Tom Clancy's division, and I'm not trying to pick on Ubisoft or Tom Clancy's franchises. I read I read Tom Clancy books. They're great. Oh, freaking awesome! So many of them. There's another one. I
1: screwed up trying to read them in elementary school because uh, they're they're this thick and they're very slow. (laughs) Yes. Um, As an adult, I, I did them. I'm like, this is amazing.
0: I even read one of its counterparts. Uh, he didn't make it that big in the Tom Clancy, but he was a former Navy SEAL as well, Robert Marshenko.
1: I never heard of him.
0: Uh, he had a book, and his book was great. Yeah. And he actually makes fun of Tom Clancy because he's no like, way. Tom, he's like, yeah, Tom Clancy's a bitch. This and that. <laughs> like, he was making fun of him in the book, I think. But I, I they have mutual respect. They should have mutual respect. But yeah, Richard Marshenko, if you can find his book somewhere, read his books. They're uh, they're awesome. Um, I know
1: in one of the Splinter Cell games, they make a reference to the Metal Gear games. Oh. Really? Even though they're like completely separate companies. They're like, oh. hey, what about that one guy with that bandana? Oh. And then after like Metal Gear 4 ended, when Snake dies, it's like, oh yeah, that, that guy, he passed away. and He's like, oh. Even though you never see him interact, he knows about him.
0: Hey, sometimes they're so popular, the world knows about them. right? It's really cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Division I didn't like because one thing I hate when they tell me here's all these things, here's a gun but you know what, if you go and spend 7 minutes, 10 minutes here 20 minutes here and you collect these little knickknacks and you come back you can craft your own gun and I'm like can I just unlock them somewhere? Like, why, why do I have to go to this place and that place? It's I get I I know why it's to extend the campaign to make you play the game longer. I get it, but it was so annoying to go, and the enemies were so annoying too. You'd always have the boss guy, and you shoot him a million times, and he don't die unless you get a better gun or unless you. You know, like strategically find ways to do things for him. It was so, like, frustrating is the word. Frustrating was the word. Like, you spend all this time because you don't get to the boss right away. You have to go through a gauntlet of enemies, which makes sense. Which is fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that because you're, you know, you're trying to make your way to the boss. It's a try to test method for decades, right? And I'm okay with that. But when you get to the boss, you're like, ah, i made it. You know, like, I've made it. I've, I've worked my, you know, I've got my ammo. I've got this and that. My health is good. Now I'm going to apply the same skills that I was applying throughout the whole process to get here. And I'm going to pick this guy and shoot him. You duck, you hide, you weave around, you shoot. And it doesn't work because the gun's not effective or something. You find out after you're there that whatever you were doing with these guys is not going to be affected with this guy. And then the other thing is they will just do one or two shots and you're dead. You're done. And it's just like what the hell? And I and I guess some people love that. It's very difficult to task. Um I don't like crafting. I thought I would love crafting because they I remember when E3 was uh they when this game uh, came out to display on E3, they were they we were talking about crafting like it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they were talking about, oh, if you go do this, you can make this entirely new gun. Okay, first of all, I am not a gun expert. I'm a video game person. I want to play video games. And I don't have time to spend hours on end figuring out what gun and how to craft it to make the ultimate gun. Let me unlock them. I don't mind doing these things if I have to. They are frustrating, but I don't mind doing it. But now you're adding on top of that, more time for me to go and figure out how to craft a gun. And I just like, oh, this is not for me. I played it. I put a lot of time into it. I think I put like 40 hours into that thing. And I was just like, and then they had the dark zone. Okay. So this is the most annoying part about this game is they have a zone in New York where you can't go in there unless you are stacked to the you know what. And if you go into there without having like a high level and you're stacked, you're just going to get destroyed. And that takes a long time to get into that area. And when you get into that area, there drops, right? There are drops here and there. And I was just like, I I worked my butt off to get into this area for what? Things that are going to be, I already have most of these weapons. I've already got enough gear. I'm already locked and loaded. It wasn't that great. It wasn't like, oh, this is going to take me to the next level. This is awesome. This is a this grenade or this gun or, or this area is going to make me so much better. No. It was a disappointment for me. I was like, no, this is boring. Uh, people can argue with me all the one There's a lot of people against me on that. They're like, no, this is awesome. I had a friend of mine who used to play with, uh, together with co-op. He thought the game was awesome, and I'm like, hey, good for you. He spent way more hours than me, but I'm like, no, this game is not that good. It's alright. Then they made Division 2, which I played for about five hours. I'm like, this is just way too big of a game for me to invest in i think that's my problem i don't want big games Mm -hmm. (laughs) the bigger the game are the harder it is for me to try to finish i don't have the time
1: gotta play those indie titles only
0: yeah indie titles as it is yeah bubble bubble but yeah tom clancy's division and rainbow six there's a lot of people that love those games but i am not one of them
1: i have a lot of things to tell you about division go ahead when they announced that, I was like, "This looks rad!" Right? I, I signed up for the beta. I had my mm-hmm. friend sign up for the beta. He got in. I didn't. I don't. I'm the one who told him about it. How come I could get in? First of all, yeah, that's not fair. Then he ended up playing the game, and I watched him play it. And I'm like, "Oh, this isn't like that fun. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have what I want."
0: <clears throat> it was um, so difficult to also to target lock on people. It was very difficult right and sometimes when you shoot somebody like dead in the head you shoot somebody they're still alive i thought armor, headshots kill right? i thought yeah. headshots yeah but the armor doesn't protect the head like that all the time right yeah it, it was very frustrating like and there was no sense of direction either the game didn't do a good job of helping you when you're when you need help like i remember there was a point where i at level 20 something and i was stuck and i couldn't figure out what i need to do to beat the next set of tasks and the game did nothing to even help me in any way and i was just like any hint would be great you know like something to tell me that i need to go here or i need to go and get this type of weapon to help me i need games sometimes i'm not the greatest gamer in the world i'm never gonna be never gonna say that i am but i would like a game once in a while to drop me a little nugget here for me to go figure it out because it just makes the game more enjoyable that you can progress. When you get stuck somewhere, hours on end, frustration kicks in and you're just like, I'm here to play and have fun with this game, not to get stressed out and throw my control across the window. You know, like, that's what games are supposed to do for the large part is to give you joy. And if I'm not having fun, why am I playing this game, right? With The Division,
1: I remember seeing job listings for it to be worked on it's like hey we need a, a sound engineer we need someone we need a script writer somebody who write in tom clancy's style my first thought was like you know much fucking research that guy does i don't think anyone can write in his style because <laughs> he knows like everything about like every facet of every vehicle the army has yeah. and if you ever read about him a lot of it is actually just like guesswork on his part and as a result he got in trouble Cause he'll talk about like a nuclear submarine that the army has, and he's like, "Yeah, so this is here and this <laughs> compartment's here," and he's it, like, he, he'll like base this off just like what he would think where it would go, and like compare it to like other boats he does know exists. But because he's guessing and he's guessing accurately, the army's like, "Who's telling you these secrets? This is very confidential." <laughs> I just guess, bro. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get in trouble,
0: but man, I, I wish the division. I, I I
1: don't know what I like, want. Even from if, a they game. III, if they come out with
0: Division Three, if they come out with a PlayStation Five Division Three, I won't buy it.
1: Well, they kind of have one
0: now. It's called um, Extraction or something like that. Whatever um, it is, I'm not buying it because it's not for me. Oh, I it's, know it's, it's gonna be a Nazi zombies type game. I know there's people that love the game and love playing it, and you know what? Good for them. I quickly found out that this game is not for me, right? I just can't do it. I cannot put, you know, hours on hours on end and not be satisfied. There's no, there's no actual satisfaction. Like, right. I was telling you about call of duty, like in the first couple of hours that I played this game online, the first hour is frustrating. Cause I don't have the things I need to get, be good at. And then you get it within the next hour and they're like, okay. Now we're off to the races here. Let's go. All right. Things are moving along here. I'm having fun. I'm picking guys off the roof. Like, this is good. But if they decided to not give me that to like four, fourth or fifth hour of the game, that game would have been out of my, uh, my PlayStation 5. On to the next. Like, I, I don't have time to wait four or five hours to have fun. I need to have fun soon, <laughs> right? What do you think you're going to play next week? If not, what's the big one? So the big title that next week's already out, God of War. Uh, Is that the second one or third one? Yes, the second one. Yeah. So it is a trilogy. They did announce it. It's going to be a trilogy, but it's the second one in the franchise. But I need to finish the first one because everywhere I hear, if you don't finish the first one, you're not going to get a lot of things that's happening in the second one, which sucks. For people who are playing this game for the first time and have no idea, mm-hmm. it's you still can play the game, obviously. But it should the story beats? you. Won't, won't resonate as well if you don't have the time or the money. Then go on YouTube and get the cutscenes. Somebody's probably put it all together. <laughs> someone's just, someone's beat this game already. Someone's already stitched it all together for you. The cutscene, just watch that, and then go mm-hmm. play the second one. If you don't have time or money, I've got the um, the one on the Steam on the Steam deck, the it War. So I'm gonna. Uh, I've I've gone through it a little bit. I'm gonna blaze through it, and then I'm gonna play God of War for next week. I'm gonna play that. Um, I'm waiting for GameStop to give me my God of War box set. I bought the Mjolnir, the top of the line deluxe super duper God of War set. It cost me like two hundred something dollars. Um, I'm gonna open it up. Maybe we'll do a little quick opening unboxing thing and put it up on the channel to see to Make show cool, people. Actually, when is yeah. this coming in? They, I phoned them today. It was supposed to come in today, but they said it's going to be about a couple of days delayed. So hopefully Monday I get it, and then I'll come uh, Monday. Well, you know, whenever we get a chance, we'll open it up and do a quick unboxing and take a look at everything in it. Maybe we'll put it up as a short or something. I was thinking,
1: I was thinking we'll 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 film it and we'll put it as like our front part for next week's episode.
0: Sure, yeah, and then we can you know do whatever we want with some of the stuff. I can't wait for Mjolnir. Got a War near. It's not the com- one that I have. <laughs> I was gonna say you got to compare. Well, this one is very um, mythological from the actual Norse mythology. How it looks, that one, the Marvel one, is completely different. Right? But but you still
1: have to compare, like which one has a better paint job, which one has a better design.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be as big as this one we've got, hmm. right? So everyone's like probably like, no, oh, that's not that's not it. That's not Milmir. Yes, I know. That's not Mjolnir. That's Stormbreaker. There's another... We have Mjolnir uh, over there on the shelf. On the the shelf, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Speaking of, if you want to see me with Mjolnir, uh, go check out our sister channel, uh, A&R. We do a podcast every Monday, and last week it was Halloween we did the podcast on, so I dressed up as Thor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had Mjolnir with me. So go check that out. Uh, Social media platforms, we're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can just check it out at and our universe on Twitter, where we merged the two channels because there was no point of having a separate channel for that on Instagram, though, we have an a uh, pop culture channel and then, uh, oh, sorry, a platform. And then we we'll have the AGR one, which we'll eventually get started on it when we add additional manpower or something, get that going. But, um, was there anything else you want to add?
1: Um, I still want to talk about my second game. Oh, sorry. Uh, you still have a second game as well.
0: I did my I did my both games. Tom, no, you, Those are games you didn't like. Oh, is, you want me to do... I thought we were just going to do games we didn't like. No, no, that was just a bonus. Oh, tell, okay. me about,
1: oh. tell, me, tell me about the game you liked. You you go first. I, I did. Know, I, talked, I talked about Evil within one and two.
0: Okay. So tell me one you like. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about... Spider-Man game the the newer one yes i really love the playstation 4 spider-man game it is everything you want as a geek i'm a collector you can see behind me spider-man is one of my favorite characters it is in my top five playing a game where you can be spider-man traversing around the city you know just swinging around it was so fluid the way he moves the different types of things he can do it was just amazing. It's your comic book coming to life. And then the animation, the cutscenes, so beautifully done. It, it was, I had a huge smile. Let's put it this way. I had a massive smile. Like I was nerding out big time when I was playing this game. I'm like, this game is everything I wanted. Like, thank you. Thank you, Sony. Um, so, yeah, it, it is up there. As one of the my favorite games to play, I absolutely enjoy playing that game. I played the Miles Morales one campaign, which is like a bonus add on pack, but it came out for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, I know someone did this.
1: <laughs> I, I want to ask about how do you feel about the face redesign?
0: Uh, I don't mind it, but I prefer the one on the left.
1: Is it? Did they like get? Did they just redesign it, or did they get different? They actors? wanted to do
0: um, a, um, t- a, t- a Tom Holland look alike. So, I feel bad for the original
1: actor then. It's like, yeah. great, this guy's like, oh, I'm Spider-Man. It's like, no, you're
0: not anymore. We got Tom. It's like, but no. Um, a lot of people were not happy with it because none of the none of the gameplay was anything related to MCU. So, I don't know why there was a need for it. I think it's just Sony trying to get some extra cash out of the popularity of the Spider-Man movies. They probably spent more money making that change. Who knows, but... Um... Yeah, for me, I, I prefer the uh, older one. Um, I actually have the PlayStation Spider Man Edition, PlayStation 4. It's the red one with the Spider Man logo on the controller and on the back of the PS5. I mean, PS4. Um, I have got that. And I didn't realize at the time how valuable this thing is. I looked it up. It actually was around $900. Wow. And I bought that for only like 300 bucks. I went to EB Games. I pre ordered it and I picked it up and walked home. But I didn't know. Which one did you prefer better in terms of story, the Spider-Man or Miles Morales game? So Miles is a very short game. It's an add-on, right? Mm. It's not as lang- uh, lengthy as the Spider-Man one. It had its own moments because it was during Christmas time. It was cool because they did show some hints of Miles in the first game. Mm-hmm. So you did know that there, obviously at the end. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played the game, but there are hints of Miles in the first game. And therefore, the second game is so rewarding because you're like, hey, you know, this is the guy, you know, and now he's the guy. Um, And so I thought it was a good thing they did that. What I didn't like was the fact they made it into like an add on. It should have been been a full game. Yeah, it definitely deserved its own full length. But the issue with Miles' story is he doesn't have enough rogues gallery of um, villains. Hmm. Prowler being one of them, but he doesn't have enough, or he doesn't have the history of having those villains because most of his villains are shared with Peter Parker.
1: As to say, that could be a game where pe- like people are constantly fighting Miles, thinking it's it's Peter's Spider-Man, but in the symbiote suit. And Vulture's but like, Ma- "I'm coming for you, Spider-Man!" It's like, "I'm not. Who are
0: you?" <laughs> but Miles has his own type of suit that's true right.
1: but it's black but villains don't know the difference a black suit is a black suit he looks like Spider-Man
0: it's red and black
1: even then they still think it's Spider-Man at the end of the day
0: and the other thing is they made Miles physically different than Peter Parker mm. they made him a little bit shorter isn't uh, he get, like a bit younger yeah obviously a bit younger I think he's like 10 years younger or something like that or maybe like 5 years younger but yeah he's in high school and going to college I think soon Peter's already out of college right Mm. he's an internship Uh, but yeah it's going to be interesting because they've already announced the next one um, which at the very end of the trailer you hear in the dark shadow of the alley you hear Venom's voice so Spider-Man's going to fight him I don't know but the two of them they basically are fighting somebody and then they all of a sudden stop Cause they hear that voice in the, in the alley. And then all you hear is, and then you hear venom. And then you just see venom's teeth. And they're like, I literally almost dropped my drink. When I saw, I, I, I froze because this is me nerding out again. And I phoned D and I said, my message, to am like, did you see that? He's like, did you see that? I was like, yeah. He's like, Oh my God. Cause D who was part of the A&R team, um, that is his guy. Venom is his guy. He loves mm-hmm. Venom, um, from Marvel. And I was like, "This is gonna be insane!" Like, take my money now. Here, just have it. You want to charge me a hundred dollars for the game? There you go, hundred dollars for the game. I know it's ridiculous. People are gonna roll their eyes, but this is up my wheelhouse. Right? Yeah. So I can't wait for that game. And I told D, "What if we get the early review copy of this game?" He goes. If you get that early review copy, Alvin, he goes, I will make you my blood brother. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just straight up adopt you. Yeah, he goes, You will be my blood brother if we if you do that for me. So, Alex, let's get a hold of Sony and see if we can get an early copy of that game. Uh,
1: I think Insomniac makes that, don't they? Insomniac.
0: that's that's bombard Insomniac, spam them, do whatever we got to do, uh, send them letters. Right? I think we only have like 50 subscribers. I don't think we can pull off. Ah, that's, that's 49 more than I thought we were going to have. <laughs> uh, I'm one of them. <laughs> my mother is the other one. Was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh, but, hey, listen, if you're wondering, hey, there are only 50 subscribers here. Why should I subscribe to this channel? Well, we're giving it an Xbox away.
1: So Xbox, which one? Series X. Is that the best one? Yeah, it better be. <laughs> Sorry, that's what the guy told me. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear our Xbox debate, watch last week. Oh my
0: god! No, let's don't don't, don't do that to me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, we were like, no, but I, You know the funny thing is, um. Somebody actually online, I can't remember. I want to give credit where credit's due, but somebody online, I don't know how it came onto my algorithm. Somebody made a compelling story that why the series won is the best console in the last 10 years. Okay. And they had a comp- I'll, I'm going to try to find it in my history, but what they said was because it's smaller, it's compact, it doesn't need doesn't push out more heat. You can actually put this store it somewhere away. And because of the Xbox Game Pass where most of the stuff is done on the back end on Microsoft servers, this is the best console you can get to play Big titles because it's inexpensive compared to the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, but it can play all those games at a very high level, not the top like a a good GPU would do, or the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, but not too far from there. And he showed some examples as well of this system running it, and he's like, it costs you a third of the price. But you can play all those games that those big uh, consoles can do. It's compact. It doesn't uh, shut off heat. You can actually tuck it away. He actually put it, he made like a clamping for it, and he actually tucks it in his drawer and flips it over. So it's seamless underneath his TV. Hmm. He he did it. I'm going to try to find this guy, and we should talk, we should, you know, like, talk about some of these big YouTuber gamers and stuff like that, what cool things they do, right? I definitely want to talk about that, too, as well. Uh, On the road.
1: Speaking of YouTube gamers, I saw a guy. It looks like he's like a woodworker by trade. And he's like, I'm going to make the thinnest PS5. Wow. And so he made his own shell, which was like this thin. Oh, I like, think I've seen this. Yeah. And he just like, well, he opened a PS5. He's like, well, what do we not need?
0: Okay. Yeah, he made and he a little circuit board and everything. Yeah, yeah. It
1: was awesome. I was like, man.
0: Yeah, he's and so he's like, like if I
1: can do it, Sony can do it. So Sony, just do it.
0: Oh, Sony will do it just whenever they can actually get PS5s. Speaking of PS5s, uh, GameStop actually put it on their website. Now they're selling bundles for ps 5 So looks like PS5 bundles are coming now. Uh, it looks like we're the worst is behind us in terms of COVID uh, delays for shipments. We're starting to get back into normality. I think springtime next year, uh, I think we're going to be getting back to the norm of being able to go to a store getting a video card a pc component or playstation 5 or an xbox xbox never been an issue to get for me i always got xbox in fact i actually turned down gamestop because they kept calling me for xboxes um i just basically went to like 17 different GameStops in lower mainland and put my name down for a, a pre-order and then i didn't realize that they were all going to get it out once and they just all called me one day and i'm like i'll take the two closest ones to my house right so but yeah xbox i never had an issue with playstation 5 um yeah it was a bit of a challenge i do own two of them and i am not, not bragging but what i'm saying is the only way i got it and if you're still struggling to get it at playstation 5 is go to twitter follow uh there are people out there that do alerts for when a store gets it online so i can't remember the gentleman that did mine but it's not hard to find just do like playstation 5 alerts and twitter will find you the relevant people to follow and they will send out a tweet once a walmart or a best buy or an amazon gets their load of playstation 5s uh and then you just basically leave a notification on for that follower and then when they get the tweet click on the link that they have on there and then off you go that's how i got my second playstation 5 playstation 5 The first one, I got lucky because I knew somebody at GameStop and they put me down on the list. I got it that way. But the second one was somebody I followed on Twitter said, hey, Walmart's got uh, PlayStation 5. Here's a link. So I clicked on it, and it was a digital one, and it sold out. So I was so bummed. I'm like, ah, crap, I was so close. A minute later, he sends out another tweet saying, hey, uh, this is the disc one. And so many people had bought the digital one thinking that they're not going to get the disc one, so they just buy this one. I was able to go buy the big one like with rather ease. Right? And it came with Ratchet and & Clank and another controller for almost the same price as a regular PlayStation 5. And uh, they paid like 80 bucks more. So, yeah. If you're still struggling to find a PlayStation 5, you need to follow some of these people on Twitter and get social media to work for you instead of against you. Hmm. Uh, okay. We talked a lot. We still I got two more games about. to talk about. I still have two more games? We have one more. I have one more. And I game have one that I, more. Another game that I like. Oh, man. Um... You think on it, because I still have to do mine. Okay.
1: Mine is the Stalker franchise. So, um, if you recall about the Chernobyl incident in the Ukraine back in, what, the 70s? So, this game takes place there, where it's about treasure hunters that live in the area. Because they're like, hey... There's like some weird like radioactive anomalies here and artifacts make some pretty good coin if you get some. Mm-hmm. But there's also some like military groups that are just hanging out fighting each other because who knows why. And in each game, he plays a different character, but you're always going to the same place you're going to. The zone of exclusion. And I really like those games because it, it's like. You're, you're in a place that's frozen in time. Because when the reactor went down, everyone just had to get up and go. So anything from that era is still there. And it it's like, look yeah. at how, like, this is the type of furnishings they had. This is the type of curtain patterns that were popular back then. Here's some old books, things like that. It's really cool seeing that type of stuff on top of the really cool gameplay of just shooting dudes with guns <laughs> um, and try not to step in like radioactive goop that you can't see it's a lot of fun You get not know, like lurk around areas that you couldn't go in real life because it's just too dangerous for whatever reason like maybe that place is gonna crumble any second or hey there's too much radiation here you shouldn't you shouldn't go there things like that and the, the stories aren't always the greatest thing it's sometimes they'll just like hey there's a there's a rumor of an artifact if you find it, it grants you any wish Uh, I found that artifact and I ended up dying at the end of the game (laughs) because I think like, oh, yeah, I got it. But no, the whole roof just collapsed on me and I was (laughs) dead the whole time. Um, But whenever games take place there, I love buying those games because I don't know. I just love this. This area, it's like, oh, this place is very empty. There's no one around except for a few stragglers and Mm -hmm. they want to kill you. I I just love that it's Hmm. almost like playing a good way to put it is you're playing Call of Duty on an extreme Call of Duty Warzone because they have a huge map but it's you versus like 10 dudes and that is just fun because you can explore and there's not too much chaos Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I I love those games they have the second one coming out who knows when they announced this over a decade ago but since it's a uh, Ukrainian developer, uh, who knows what's going to happen in light of current affairs, which is very heartbreaking because there's a lot of games and websites I enjoy from the Ukraine, but it's like, we can't do this right now because some idiot is mm. doing some dumb shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, my game that I love, well, it's a, it's a trilogy, and I just spoke about it the newer version of it, God of War, mm. with the Greek mythology trilogy. Um, up until then, I never played a game that spectacular in terms of scope, like how the enemies are so gigantic in front of you. Are we talking you know, the like, first three? Yeah, the first three. Like how you, you, know, you see this mythological beast and you're like, how is this dude with some chain and axe going to beat this massive beast. And how am I going to control all of this happening on the screen? Like The thing takes up 90% of the screen. So how do I beat this thing? And I thought the way they did it, where they had to smash this button quickly, or hey, you're going to run up here, and you're going to take this chunk off first of him. And and you're going to slowly make your way around this behemoth of a beast and chip away at it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the game itself, like how the more angry he, you know, Kratos got, the better the game was for you. Uh, the special techniques and moves that you unlock as you progress in the games, the the fighting and the brutality of how you destroy your enemies, like you really felt like in like from the moment I started playing these games, the trilogy, not once did I ever say to myself, "I don't think I could beat this character with Kratos." Kratos gave you such a huge, um reinforcement knowing that this character that you have can do anything you want can overcome all enemies all obstacles even there was a there was a part where I had to fight against Hercules Whoa. And, and Hercules was like you hear a doof 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 and, just, and then you just camera pans up and you see Hercules and he's a man of a man like a mammoth of a man right and you're just like I thought I was big in the room. Like (laughs) you're like, oh crap, this guy's jacked, right? But Kratos just like the way he you know moved and it was violent. Like he fought Hercules and you felt that battle, this epic battle. And it was so satisfying when you beat bosses. Like you know you're gonna beat them, but just the way you did it and how it ended, how he ripped off heads or something or cut somebody down the violence of it all was like you felt like on top of the world and i was like i've never played any game like this ever in my life and the trilogy was just amazing because greek mythology is one of the most famous mythologies in the world Mm -hmm. people from various parts of the world know who zeus is or hercules is or you know um athena is or whatever You, you name a bunch there's You know, there's so many of them there. And to meet these characters, to interact with these characters and what they're trying to do in the game, some of them will try to trick you, some of them will try to be your friend, uh, some of them will be your friend and then backstab you at the end kind of thing. There's a journey of him going through because he lost his wife and kid and going through the whole journey of it all. The ending for the trilogy was beautiful I'm not gonna give it away. For anybody who ever wants to go play that game, I still think you should. If you love fantastic games and you don't care about, you know, older graphical games, go play those games if you haven't. They're amazing. They're a masterpiece They're like hall of fame games, right? Like Super Mario Three is, uh, Zelda is, Ma- Metal Gear Solid is. Those, those are just like untouchable games in history. They're gonna go down as some of the best games ever even 50 years from now you're going to play that those games are iconic so yeah the trilogy of god of war fantastic and i'm so excited to play the new one uh just continuing on from this one is the norse mythology so vikings and you know asgard and all that stuff so it's cool because if you ever want to retrieve uh, an axe in in the game that's the one to play man everyone wants to be like thor right Kratos is actually like Thor in this game where you just throw an axe and it comes right back to you. But yeah, God of War trilogy. Where do you Egypt. think the, the next trilogy is going to go? If I, hope it goes, I hope it goes Egyptian.
1: Uh, Well, I'm thinking timeline, so... Hmm. Well, why, why would you think timeline? Well, you'd go forward in time, wouldn't you? I don't think it matters. Well, you think you just going to ignore that and just like, no, we're going Egyptian? He's gonna, he's gonna fight Osiris. Well, we don't
0: know, we don't even know what the timeline for Norse mythology is. That's a good point. I, I can't speak to any, uh, of that. I, I don't know anything, I, I don't know enough about North mythology to tell you the timeline. Yeah. So I you know it's, old. <laughs> you just want him to
1: fight like Egyptian
0: gods. Well, how cool would it be? That There's so many cool. great next to Greece, Egypt is some of the biggest. You know, names out there, you know. I want
1: him to slide down the pyramid. No, run oh, up the yeah. pyramid to jump on like a giant oh. god. Yeah, the Sphinx. He's a fight the Sphinx.
0: That's how he lost his nose.
1: Yeah. go. Cut off his wings, cut off his nose. Ta-na,
0: ta-na. You know, the big orchestra song uh, background. Pulls music. out
1: Medusa's head, turn it to
0: stone. That's that's sweet.
1: I know, but he had it from the other game.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then can uh, stop the Sphinx. Uh, you know, how about those uh, jackals, those black jackals that you see in Greek mythology?
1: Oh, uh, did I say it was Osiris or is that Isis?
0: I, that's not Isis.
1: <laughs> no, Isis is, is a god, though.
0: Osiris is. Um, yeah, there's so many. Like you can even have um, King Tut. You can have Ramses. Want... Ramses. Want Ramsay's a second to show up? Oh He's man!
1: Fuck shit! Like, up.
0: what about a giant crocodile in the Nile River?
1: Oh, what's that one? I, I want. The I want the hippo lady from Moon Knight. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. But no. Okay, so that boat that they took in Moon Knight, he should be like fighting skeletons, like trying yeah. to get on it.
0: Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be awesome. I, I, that's why I want Egypt. If they can do God Award Egypt, I'd be so happy. Now these That'd are be...
1: cool. These are cool set pieces, but the question is, will the story be cool? Because with how these new ones are, um, from what I understand, I can't remember the the writer's name. He did work on the previous God Award titles, but when he made the new one four, he's like, yeah, it's about a father and son. Because during the time between three and four, I became a dad. So I just wrote what I understand. Mm. Um, so I, I because write what you know, right? So I wonder like if we're going down the road past
0: the father and son story. Maybe the son takes over. But if you do a God of War without Kratos, it's gonna fail. Hmm.
1: If That's the like, story, if the story is compelling enough and the gameplay is fun, I don't think I will give a shit.
0: Unless you have Kratos as a spirit, he's like telling you things, like just throw. Or no, he's like there's power ups where Kratos will merge with the sun and power up. Those special. Oh, words. is I like, like a berserk mode or something? Yeah. That'd that be cool. then because you still have Kratos in the game, and I think that will be enough to propel the game into. A good sale right
1: but isn't the whole point of the new games is he doesn't want his son to have the violent life he did
0: yeah but certain events could happen in the third <laughs> one that changes it all so it doesn't matter like anymore. Kratos could die and his son's like I'm gonna take up the mantle because that bastard snakehead killed my dad right? a
1: giant crocodile that fucking hippo from Egypt yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, sat and,
0: she sat on him and killed him right? poor guy and so now I'm gonna take revenge and chop her head off, right? This is the whole new game. Yeah, it's a whole new violent game, which will never get approved in Japan. <laughs> uh,
1: to cap this episode off, my question of the week is: If you had one video game arcade cabinet, what game would it be?
0: Cap like a arcade cabinet? Oh, yeah, Street the- Fighter Two. No yeah. question. No question. There's no question there. Street cool. Fighter 2, Turbo Edition, or Regular Edition, I'll take it. Sick.
1: Yeah. I would pick Metal Slug. Because that's I think good. that was like the first arcade
0: game I that, ever played. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah.
1: I'll that's, take any of the Metal Slugs.
0: I don't care. I would take Contra. There's a lot of money spent on contra for my for my college funds. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. All right. Um, yeah, we've talked enough here. We hope. Wait, you wait, it.
1: I'm surprised we talked as much of Call of Duty as we did. Honestly,
0: <laughs> I was in my mind. I was like, we're not gonna talk too much about that All right. but you spent like half an hour. On oh, it. we know how to extend things there not extendable (laughs) uh but yeah we we had a good time talking i hope you guys had a good time if you did in your new year please hit that subscribe button show us some love grow this channel let your friends and family know your uncle know your neighbor know even the paper boy Were there's paper boys anymore no there's no paper boys maybe in some rural states but uh let them know to click on this channel because when we get to a thousand we're going to give an xbox series x away I want to really give that away because it will be so cool to have someone have a new system that they can play awesome games on so let's grow this channel uh youtube algorithm please push our video out we do an awesome job anyway say bye alex goodbye see you next week bye bye